So this beginning is like really stupid. Mr. President, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Why aren't you at the Fox News debate tonight in Milwaukee? You see the polls have come out and I'm leading by 50 and 60 points. And, you know, some of them are at one and zero and uh, two. And I'm saying, do I sit there for an hour or two hours, whatever it's going to be, and get harassed by people that shouldn't even be running for president? Should I be doing that? And a network that isn't particularly friendly to me, Ooh. frankly. You know, they, uh, they were backing Ron DeSanctimonious like crazy, and now they've given up on him. I mean, he's, it's a lost cause. It reminded me very much of 2016. You know, in 2016, I went through the same stuff. Do you think it should be illegal to not do debates like Kyle Kalinske? That's what Kyle thinks? It should be illegal to not do debates? That's f***ing awesome. I don't think debates are all that relevant or important. I just want the debates to happen, especially with Trump involved, because he's content. And because I want him to win. Because I'm the biggest Trump supporter sense out there. To do him. So uh, I've taken a pass, as it's, you probably noticed. Well, I, I did. I'm grateful that you did. People on stage who shouldn't be running for president, who do you mean? Well, I don't want to really use names, but it wouldn't matter too much. A guy like, uh, I call him Ada Hutchinson. It's Asa, but I call him Ada. Nice. What do you I call him, Ada? I, you know, I could tell you, but I don't want to get myself in a little trouble. <laughs> but he's weak and pathetic, and he was, uh, I never understood the guy. I never knew him. He was the governor of Arkansas. I did not a very popular guy. I don't know how he, but that. This is a good moment to remind everybody that Tucker Carlson very famously in text messages that were unearthed in the discovery process of the Dominion lawsuit said to his Fox News co-hosts that he absolutely despised Donald Trump. He hated him more than anything else and he wanted him to go away and that uh, he would never talk about him if he didn't have to. Now that he's, you know, on Twitter, X, his own show, why is he dick riding Trump again? How did that happen? You know why? It's the same exact principle why he went to Romania to talk to alleged sex trafficker brothers, Andrew and Tristan Tate, because he's a cloud shark, just like every other online content creator, myself included, because he needs the juice. You have to go to them now. They don't come to you because you no longer have that captive audience that Fox News had at primetime television. In a text message on January 4th, 2021, Carlson declared, we are very, very close to being able to ignore Trump most nights. I truly can't wait. Carlson, on the night of January 6th, told a Fox News producer that Trump was a demonic force, a destroyer. But guys like Bill Barr were terrible. I mean, they were, I would say, Bushies. Uh, I say that with respect to the Bush family, but they were Bushies, and uh, just it doesn't work out for us. We it was it. clear. This is kind of far afield, but it was just interesting. I read Barr's account of his time. He wrote a book about it, right? Uh, his autobiography. And in it, he lies about Jeffrey Epstein's death. Clearly, This part is also kind of uh, just like desperate and sad. He really lies. Uh, do, uh, do you think Epstein killed himself sincerely? I don't know. I, I will say. <laughs> I don't know. That, you know he was he's so cute. I don't know why he's so cute in this entire interview. For 46 minutes, he's being cute as fuck. Especially the 35,000 died to the mosquito. He's a fixture in Palm Beach. Yeah. Like, look how cute he is. Look. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Possible that Epstein was killed? Oh, sure. His... It's possible. I, I mean, I don't really believe. I think he probably uh, committed suicide. He had a life with, you know, beautiful homes and 
beautiful everything and he uh all of us this line is by the way identical to the new york times like he might as well be repeating the new york times that he, like jeffrey epstein probably killed himself because he had a great life and he lost everything so he got sad and he killed himself and he's incarcerated and not doing very well i would say that he did but there are those people there are many people i think you're one of them right but a lot of people think that he uh, he was killed I don't know why Tucker thought that Trump would be like, yeah, under my watch, Jeffrey Epstein was assassinated. Like, it doesn't even make sense. He was fucking president. Like, that makes him look bad, even from uh, the perspective that Tucker's trying to get across. But again, it's very sad. He's trying to get Trump to be like, yeah, yeah, he did, but he can't do it. So back to Biden, I'm interested. So you think he's failing? He obviously is failing. I think it's clear to everybody. But that would make Kamala Harris the candidate? Well, not really. I mean, I guess they'd have uh, maybe a free-for-all. A lot of people say she has to remain for certain reasons, the candidate. She has to. I don't think that's true, actually. I don't think that other people would stand for it. Uh, she has some bad moments. Her moments are almost as bad as his. I think this his part's really worse, funny. Actually. Yeah. But she seems pretty senile, too. She speaks in, uh, in rhyme. You know, it's weird. It's weird. But she has bad moments. And in rhyme? What do you- well, the way she talks, the bus will go here and then the bus will go there because that's what <laughs> buses do. And it's weird. The whole thing is weird. This is not a president of the United States future. And uh, I think they probably have some kind of a primary and other people will get involved. I'm Newsom, right? I could mean, that's- be, could be. I mean, you know, I always got along well with him. I always got along well with Newsom. I knew it. Could be somebody else. He's got a big... A big load on his shoulders because you look at California, what's happened. But I don't know if the American people really, the people that vote for him, I don't even know if they care. You know, you look at so many of the things. He likes Newsom because he's handsome. He always has a weird level of admiration and respect for handsome people. Yeah. Gruesome Gavin Newsom used to quite, I mean, used to pipe down Kimberly Gilvoyle. In the old days, if you had a bad record, it meant a lot. Today, if you have a bad record, it doesn't really mean anything. You know, he looks good. He's a nice looking guy, speaks well. But Biden, every time you watch him talking, it's like he's walking on eggs. You're waiting for him to collapse. The- what do you think he and Xi and Putin think of Biden? I think they can't believe it. I think they probably say this is some kind of a system. You know, they had great respect for our country. They respected me. They had great respect for our country. If you go to North Korea, you take a look at what happened. You know, the Olympics was dead. South Korea spent billions on the Olympics. Nobody was going to go. They didn't want to get blown up. They called me and they said, we are going to let the Olympics proceed. This is North Korea. I said, you should go into the Olympics. Put your athletes in. It wasn't like, you know, they were big on athletes because, you know. Famine. But they went in and they actually participated. And within about two days, the entire thing was sold (laughs) out. And if it wasn't me, that would have never happened. Dude, I love this. Okay, never mind. I was wrong when I said I don't want to watch this. Oh, my God. Oh, I was so wrong. He's so back, dude. Respect to Tucker Carlson for, like, actually getting him to say stupid shit. Because, like, usually every single interview is such, like, aggressive dick riding that he always stays on message. And you hear him say the same dumb shit over and over again. This is perfect. Like I, He brought North Korea into the Olympics so that everyone could actually go and enjoy the Olympics without fear of being blown up by a nuclear bomb that North Korea was going to drop on them. 
He saved the Olympics, dude. What a, what a legend. But I got along very well with him, and that's a positive thing. He, he does have massive nuclear power, by the way. And if Hillary would have gotten in or if the Obama thought process continued, it would have been a nuclear war absolutely with North Korea. He was, he was expecting to go into a war, and it would have been a nuclear war. When I look at San Francisco, what's happened to that incredible city? That was one of the greatest cities in the world just a short while ago, and now it's... Very sad when you look. When was San Francisco ever an incredible city? From his perspective, no. There was never a fucking moment in the minds of conservative Americans where San Francisco was a beautiful city. Because before it was the <clears throat> the tech capital of America, it was the capital of homosexuality. What do you mean? That's where they invented men fucking men. Even before then, they used to refer to San Francisco as a disgusting place full, filled to the brim with moral degeneracy and drug usage. San Francisco used to be the gay sex headquarters, dude. And also, ironically, San Francisco back then was, of course, way worse on crime. Just like every other fucking city was way worse on crime. Got it, Los Angeles. Every city, practically, uh, all the Democrat-run cities. You know, Republican-run cities are doing very nicely. Because they arrest people when you have crimes. Yeah, all, all three Republican-run cities. Like, what fucking city is run by Republicans? Also, Republican-run states, if we're going to expand on this argument, Democrat-run states have lower rates of crime than Republican-run states. It is such a stupid argument that Republicans channel all the time, and it's very frustrating. It's like, sometimes I feel like when I joke about, like, crime being legal in California, some people do take it to heart. So I, I actually believe he's compromised. Because China knows so much about them. They know where the money comes from. They know where it is, who paid it, and they probably paid it. Well, they do pay Penn, and he gets a, you know, a million dollars. I think it takes $999,000 because, you know, keeps it a little bit under a million, like by a dollar. But he, in many ways, is a Manchurian candidate. We have a Manchurian candidate, and he's afraid to tell Russia to get out of Cuba. He's afraid to tell... China to get out of Cuba. He's afraid. China now is building. Think of this. China's building military installations in Cuba. And you don't even hear about it. And the worst culprit is the press, the media. Donald Trump literally worsened relations with Cuba after Barack Obama started normalizing relations with Cuba. What the fuck is he saying? I love that he learned a new thing, though. Manchurian candidate. Awesome. Because uh, normally, you know, when I first heard that, I, that China's building installations in Cuba. And installations means military installations. Okay, you know, they said just some communication. They did that on the islands with Japan. They took the island, they started this massive construction, and they told everybody, including the Japanese, the Japanese had to be very careful. They told everybody that this is a housing development. They're going to build a housing development. And I said, how come the runway is 20,000 feet long? You know, private jets need 4,000 feet. They don't need 20,000 feet. The big. It's ironic that this is one area where you can tell he knows what he's talking about. The private jet thing. And I looked at the runway. I said, that's the largest runway ever built, both in width and length, for housing development. There's nobody that has a plane that big <laughs> that, uh, that you would have a runway that, that's, uh, that's, Why that's for testing. Why is China allowed to conduct imperialism in our hemisphere? Well, yeah, and it's far beyond Cuba. It's all over South America. Yeah, and the Caribbean. So we built a thing called the Panama. Wait, we get to have a fucking blockade implemented on Cuba since the revolution. 
that we lost, by the way, immediately we implement a, a, an embargo, a blockade, unjustifiable, inhumane, cruel. That's allowed, and that's not imperialism. Cuba voluntarily works with someone who we declare a foreign adver- adversary. That's actually imperialism. What the fuck are you saying? It's so fucking insane that someone could just like get away with saying such unhinged shit. Panama Canal. We lost 35,000 people. To yeah, the it East. is pure American chauvinism, 100%. You know, you know malaria. Yeah. We lost 35,000 people building. We lost 35,000 people because of the mosquito. Vicious. <laughs> they had to build under. It's the best was, part. And you take a look at the Panama Canal. It was such, such an incredible engineering marvel. We sold it under Jimmy Carter. We sold it to Panama for $1. They quadrupled. In one day, they lifted the fees, which are, you know, pretty big for these massive ships to go through, right? Rather than going around the Cape and through all the tremendous storms, such beauty, such, you know, when you say it's beautiful stuff. But you didn't want to get caught in those storms. Those oh, are storms that wiped so out the good. ships. And we go through the Panama Canal. We built it. Dude, this is so much better than every other dumbass meeting campaign rally that he's done. He is absolutely spitting. Like, this is when a comedian that you like comes back after a stand-up special and, like, he's got a new one. He's got a new hour. You know what I mean? He's just been hitting the same fucking notes over and over again. And you finally you finally stop watching him for a little bit. And then he comes back and he's like, I have a new tight 45-minute bit. I've been working on this for a year. I'm ready for my new special. And he just has he just has it fucking so tightly wound, dude. Oh my god! And we gave it away for one dollar. Think of that. How stupid are we? We have done the stupidest things in this country, uh, and now we have a president that can't put two sentences together, can't speak, can't walk, can't talk. I don't think he gets to the starting gate, but these people do miracles. I mean, he he ran out of his basement, and you got away with that one because of COVID. So he sort of got away with it. But you look at what's happening to our country, even no voter ID. I mean, why don't they want voter ID? There's only one reason they don't want voter ID, because they want to cheat. Who doesn't want, you know, the Democrat convention, the last one, they had voter ID that was this big. It looked like a prison card, this big on their chest. You walked in, they had your picture, your this, your fingerprint. They had everything, the most incredible voter ID I've ever seen. That was to get into the Democrat National Convention. But to get into vote, if you buy... What? Does Trump think you need a security credential to be able to vote? What the fuck's going on? It's like antithetical to the concept of voting. Yeah, you need security credentials to go to like an event. The entire point of voting is you're trying to maximize the the amount of people that vote. Putting hurdles in front of that is is a problem. Can't have the same level of like security protocol. Also, why would you? But that don't you think it's racist to have to show your ID? Well, they probably say that they they use anything not to show ID because voter ID is pretty simple. And we could go back, and we should go back to all paper ballots, voter ID, same day voting. You know, France did it. France had uh, mail in ballots, and it was terrible. Anytime Trump has literally cast mail in ballots every election in the state of Florida. Also, if we're gonna do the boring fact checking shit. America has a mostly paper ballot process. Paper ballots are still the safest and most secure way of making sure that we uh, have belief in our elections and also election security. With the exception of one or two states, both red states, by the way, I'm pretty sure, every single American state still has uh, paper ballots. Why do Republicans hate mail-in ballot when a ton of Republicans vote by mail-in ballot? I don't get it. I don't know. Uh, well, I do know. It's because fucking um, 
more poor people can vote when there's universal ballot uh, registration and mail-in ballots and early access voting. Better explain paper electronic voting? Yes. It does not matter if you live in a state where you think you are voting electronically because you walked into a poll station and you press the button on what looks like an iPad. That registers input directly onto a paper ballot. And then those paper ballots are still tabulated. When there are election recounts, they look at said paper ballots. They actually also uh, do hand recounts on said paper backups. So I hope you guys understand that. I hope you guys know that that is the case. So when Republicans say there's no paper ballots or whatever the fuck, they're actually lying. Time you have mail-in ballots, you're going to have massive cheating on your election. I know the voter IDs are bad and it directly suppresses minorities from voting, but I don't know how it suppresses minorities. Can you explain? Yes. Voter ID as a verification process is an understandable provision to make in countries where there is universal ID. In countries where they do not have universal ID that every single citizen gets from birth, voter ID is implemented as a separate hurdle. There are plenty of poor people that never drive, that don't have a driver's license. It costs money to go and get a driver's license. You can also have an expired driver's license. It's not free. Nothing can get in the way of voting in a fair and free democratic country. In countries where they constantly talk about voter ID, those nations have free universal ID, compulsory voting, allowances that they make, alternative forms of identification that they uh, allow. America doesn't have any of those things. That's the reason why Republicans advocate for voter ID, specifically to stop some people from voting. So let's say you have the time to be able to go to the DMV. Sometimes you do not have a vehicle to go to the DMV. Let's say you have $50 to pay for the ID. You still do not have any kind of access. You can't get to the DMV because you don't have a car and there's no public transit. Or even if there is public transit, it's not readily available, far away from you. And here's the other side of this. Now, while there are significant hurdles to be able to get an ID, why is voter ID not necessary? Because in the United States of America, the actual issue is not with people voting too much. It's with people not voting due to the electoral college and its existence, making people feel like their vote doesn't matter in either direction. And also, more importantly, due to the fact that elections do not happen on a federal holiday, but merely on a Tuesday where the polling stations are only open for a couple hours after work if you're lucky enough to get out of work, the plurality of the country does not vote in normal elections. You know what a plurality is? It's the largest number of people that isn't the majority. Because their policies are so bad that if they didn't cheat, they couldn't get elected. Who wants open borders? Who wants high taxes? Who wants high interest rates? Who wants to not be able to use a gas stove? or have to drive an electric car, which, you know, you have a four-hour drive, but the car only goes an hour and a half, so you have to charge it. The happiest moment for somebody in an electric car is the first 10 minutes. In other words, you get it charged, and now for 10 minutes. The unhappiest part is the next hour, because you're petrified that you're not going to be fine to another charger. People, I'm saying, if people, I'm not knocking electric cars, they're fine. They're fine. But if people want to buy a gasoline car, not gonna lie, he kind of owned us EV chatters here. He's not wrong, he's spitting. He's kind of cooking us a little bit, I'm afraid. One of the things I did with EPA is, uh, you have states, many, many states, most of the states have so much water. You know, it comes out of heaven, right? The water pours down and you have it. it it's there, it's gotta go wherever it goes, into the oceans, whatever. But they have uh, sinks where 
No water comes out. You turn it on, no water comes out. No water comes out of the shower. No water is allowed to go into the washing machine for your dishes or for your clothing what? or what. And I avoided all of what that. What is he talking about? Wait, they have sinks where no water comes sure, out? Sure, you have restrictors. When I Dude, I don't know where this is coming from. Like, I don't know what he means by this. I think the only place I've ever seen this is in, I think, in Europe or maybe in Japan. I don't think I've ever seen, like, an actual restrictor in, in America. You want to wash your hands, right? Yeah. And you t you've seen this. And you turn on the sink and it's very little. Or you want to wash your beautiful hair, right? And you're standing under a shower. Then the suds never go. The water comes out very slowly. I'm sure you've seen this. It usually takes place. I don't get it. Do I have a restrictor in my house and I'm just like oblivious to it? Like, I don't get it. Austin does complain about the low water pressure all the fucking time. I don't understand how it's a problem. It's just like perfectly fine and perfectly normal. It's called a restrictor and it restricts the water from coming out. So I ended all of that and you have to see these, they, they let the water come out. You know what people do? They wash their hands like five times longer or in the washing machine, they'll press for their Let's say the uh, dishwasher, they'll press it. Then they'll press it about seven or eight times. Yeah. Bro, in my entire fucking, my entire life on this planet, I've lived in many different places. I've lived in Turkey. I lived in America. I lived in uh, different states in the United States of America, Florida, New Jersey, California. I have never once in my entire life been like, oh shit, I got to run the dishwasher again. Not enough water went through these dishes. Never. Same with laundry. What the fuck is he talking about? Oh my God, he's unhinged, but he's not lying. What? Like, there's actually a like a noticeable difference. Trump bemoaned water pressure. Now his administration has eased standards. No, he he's not lying about undoing the Barack Obama thing that we just looked at. Or wait, I guess it was from the '90s. But nothing changed. Have you ever had a shower in a water fountain? Hassan showers have the fr pressure of a drink drinking fountain. Oh my God, Austin, you suck. You are such a complainer, dude. You and Trump both. Why should EPA, no one at EPA was elected by anybody. Yeah. Why do they have the power to decide how much water your washing machine uses? Shouldn't Congress in a democracy get to vote on that? Yeah, you could say that. Uh, they do things that are not very... So how do you... Con that's my question. How do you... If you get elected again... I love that. He said, why, why is the EPA unelected and protecting the environment? I don't know. Because you're not a fucking anarchist, man. What do you mean? Some shit is supposed to work without dumbasses like you and other dumbasses that watch you interfering with it. Why the fuck would I think that we should have direct democracy on protecting, like, wildlife, uh, delicate ecosystems, which the EPA doesn't even do. That's the worst part. DeSanctis is out. I think he's gone. So he was, he was at a level he's... People have figured him out. He's gone. But if somebody else got in other than me, they'll go at him just as viciously as they did me. I do get credit for holding up quite well, I must tell you. I think it's... Uh, How do you do that? How do you get indicted, you know, every week and stay I cheerful? It's, uh, I think it, it's a lot easier because I'm, I'm so high in the polls because it means the people get it. The people see it's a fraud. The people see it like this horrible district attorney from essentially Atlanta, that's Fulton County. She said, basically, I don't have any right to challenge an election. Well, what about Stacey Abrams? What about Hillary Clinton? What about all of these Democrats that are still challenging my election? The same people that are saying he's challenging an election. 
Bro, I don't understand how people can't make this distinction between what Trump did and just simply saying, oh man, I think the election was won in fraudulent ways. Every single example that he uses are from people who have immediately conceded, who then go on to say, look at all the stuff that you did before the election. This was really fucked up. Not a single one of those people turned around and like went beyond. Some of them didn't even do recounts. Okay, most of them didn't even do recounts. Trump did all the recounts, which is legal, perfectly valid. He can do that if he wants to, especially if it's close, or especially if he wants to pay for it, which he did. But then after like the eighth recount, you can't then decide to create a false slate of electors who are knowingly going to, again, decide to vote for Donald Trump because you personally believe you won. That is insane. That is illegal. You can't do that. That's why there's fucking four, well, not four, but at least two criminal cases, one federal, one state level. It's the funniest ways in which he's tried to cheat the system where he's like, oh, no one will figure it out when the electors that go in that are supposed to cast their uh, votes, if we just replace them with people that will just vote for Donald Trump. It's like, bitch, you think elections are won and lost with the electors? That's just another symbolic part of the fucking process, idiot. Elections aren't even won in the eyes of the public by actually counting the fucking votes. Elections are won on projections on national television. That's how you win elections. It's so stupid. It's actually not symbolic. That's the problem. I mean, it's symbolic in the sense that like, there's no way they could fucking do that. They can't just like turn around and be like, we're going to have a false slate of electors and then get away with it. Here's how this works in the electoral college. Here's how this works. Each candidate running for president in in your state has their own group of electors known as a slate. The slates are generally chosen by the candidate's political party in your uh, state, but state laws vary on how the electors are selected and what their responsibilities are. But basically what ends up happening is in the electoral college, a person from your party casts the electoral college vote on your behalf after you fucking win the election. You can't turn around and just be like, yeah, actually, we're just going to not do that. We're going to do the opposite way. We're going to go in the opposite way. The electoral college in and of itself is at that point, when, once it gets to this point of casting a vote uh, in the electoral college, that part is obviously not symbolic in the sense that like there is a real group of individuals that is doing this, but you can't fucking change the outcome that way. This reminds me of like um, the Bernie diehards that used to say like, oh, well, you know, in the primaries, like what if the Democratic Party, like what if all these people chose to just like vote for Bernie instead of Hillary Clinton? And that's a little bit different because that's the fucking primaries. That is like intra-party affairs is a little different than like an actual candidate selection process that is very different than a general election where your party's candidate is going against the other party's candidate. And even then it's fucking bananas and it wasn't going to happen. Do you get it? No, that is wrong. They don't actually have to follow the will of the people. It never happened historically, but they can do it. Yeah, that would be fucking ridiculous. Because most people don't even know they exist. Most people just think the electoral college is a thing, okay? It's an automated process, and it might as well be. Inside of the DNC, pro inside of the DNC machine, inside of the primary structure, technically the Democratic Party's machine that operates the primaries is a private institution that could do whatever the fuck they want. They could technically say, fuck all the votes, we decided this person is now the candidate. They literally, legally could do that. As a matter of fact, they argued in court that they could do that, and they won. The DNC won that. So they can do that. But that is because 
It is a party that is putting up a candidate. That is very different than a general election where the party's candidate is on the fucking ballot and, and you're casting a vote for that party and then that party's uh, uh, candidate wins and then some electoral college process goes, Yo, you know what, we actually decided my guy won. It's like 11 people in one state decides the outcome of the election that's fucking insane there is a reason why it is unprecedented and ridiculous and illegal <laughs> yeah it's like the courts uh, it's the courtroom stenographer just typing not guilty and all the transcripts saying they look like he won even after the jury has decided that uh this person was guilty <laughs> you know what i mean sorry the court stenographer decided to say that he wasn't guilty because he doesn't feel like it so now we have to act like he's not guilty like that that's insane that's not how this works at all in 2020, 33 states in the District of Columbia, as of 2020, 33 states in the District of Columbia have laws that require electors to vote for candidates for whom they pledge to vote, though in half of these jurisdictions, there's no enforcement mechanism. In 14 states, votes contrary to the pledge are voided and the respective electors are replaced. And in two of these states, they may also be fined. Three other states impose a penalty on faithless electors, but still count their votes as cast. Colorado was the first state to void an elector's faithless vote, which occurred during the 2016 election. Minnesota also invoked this law for the first time in 2016 when an elector pledged to Hillary Clinton attempted to vote for Bernie Sanders instead. Until 2008, Minnesota's electors cast secret ballots. Now remember, these are people that weren't acting in unison with the Clinton campaign. These weren't people that were acting in unison with the Bernie Sanders campaign. These were people that were like doing it on their own. This is something that you also have to remember because Donald Trump was coordinating to do this. That's what makes it also extra illegal. That's why the false election Electors are also, well, some of them, are also fucking uh, currently indicted under uh, the, the RICO case. Well, I am the president. Hillary Clinton called me, by the way, at 3.02 in the morning to congratulate me the night of the yeah exactly that is the point yes i keep pausing over and over again but like he just completely eviscerated the former point that he was making bro you can't literally be like they wanted me to not be president and they never stopped and they are not getting prosecuted but i am what the fuck while simultaneously being like she called me to concede yeah. hillary called me up and conceded now the word is that obama said you have to do that but she called up and totally conceded. But now, you know, every time you see her on television, she's saying like, well, she's challenging the election. Do, do you think so that would mean that she should be indicted? But that would mean also that Stacey Abrams in Georgia should be indicted because she still thinks she won the election for governor. She still thinks that she's never recanted. And do I you think what? Stacey Abrams will be indicted for that. No, of course not. She won't be. The Democrats. Don't. Brother. It is not illegal to say that an election was won with ill-gotten means. You can say that all day, every day. The problem is you can't say the election was stolen from me. The election, well, you could still say the election was stolen from me too, actually. You just can't act out in course correction because you do, in your heart of hearts, legitimately believe that the election was stolen from you. Every single example that you have brought up is an example of a person that has conceded now even that concession is a symbolic one right because the election is over it's done you've lost concede don't concede doesn't matter that's why joe biden is currently the president and donald trump isn't regardless of his lack of concession 
It's all the other shit that Donald Trump did. While he had like the last, you know, lame duck period, only uh, fraction of power that he had. It's that area where that he tried to maximize his opportunity on. Those are the illegal stuff that he that he did that, you know, is why he's being currently prosecuted, why he's charged with crimes. Don't get indicted for things like that. They don't get impeached. No, it's it's a different thing. Is, with that being said, yes, I had great support when they did impeachment hooks number one and impeachment hooks number two. Uh, Jim Jordan, the House was fantastic. And actually, the Senate was very good for me. Other than, you know, Mitch McConnell, I think if he had, it's too bad I endorsed him. He was begging. He was going to lose that race, and I endorsed him, and he ended up winning the race because of my endorsement. He was down. He was going to lose to Amy McGrath, who $90 million in cash, all set to go. She was leading by three. He was going down. I did him a favor, and then three, four months later, he really won. That's insane. Amy McGrath was not fucking defeating anybody. Come on, dude. He's so horny to act like he helped all these dying candidates. Like, that he's talking about, like, a person who is a permanent fixture in Kentucky politics, whether he's a fucking corpse or not. That is insane. McConnell won by, like, fucking, what, 10, 20 points? How many points did McConnell win by? Let's look. Yeah, dude, it was so close. It was so close until I came in. It's basically 20 points. Do you think we're moving towards civil war? There's tremendous passion and there's tremendous love. Uh, you know, January 6th was a very interesting day because they don't report it properly. People that were in that crowd that day, very small group of people went down there. And then you, there are a lot of, a lot of scenarios that we can talk about. People in that crowd said it was the most beautiful day they've ever experienced. There was love in that crowd. There was love and unity. I have never seen such spirit and such passion and such love. And I've also never seen simultaneously and from the same people such hatred of what they've done to our country. So do you think it's possible that there's open conflict? We seem to be moving I, I towards something. Know. I don't know. Because Dude, no, no. I already talked about this earlier today. No, there's no fucking civil war, you jackass. He's trying to quote farm him so hard. I know there's a civil war question. I know I'm still listening. No, you want to know why? Because how the fuck is there going to be a civil war? How? January 6th was the most limp dick version of that. And look what happened. People with a lot to lose, HVAC, business owners, small business tyrants, realized like, oh, fuck, it's not like it is in my small town where I can use the cops as my own personal mercenary guard against, like, nuisances and whatnot. There is... <laughs> actually a world in which like i could be criminally charged if i break into the capital yeah they tried it in a big town and it and it didn't go the way they thought it was going to doesn't matter if they were doing it with so much love but also so much hatred against those who are ruining this country or whatever it's just not happening you use they saw it they realized that it's not going to happen yeah they tried that shit north of richmond okay and it didn't work out for them so now guess what now they're not gonna try that shit again that's why you see maybe like a little bit of protest uh every now and then but in the absence of like astroturfing happening surrounding these uh, sorts of protests in the absence of like any kind of real momentum they can't even get more than like 75 board psychopaths to show up to events where donald trump is like being criminally charged or whatever it's just not happening
They now just exclusively chirp about it on TikTok. Because I you. don't know what it, it's about to end. You know, I, I can say this. Uh, there's a level of passion that I've never seen. There's a level of hatred that I've never seen. And that's probably a bad combination. Donald Trump, thank you. Thank you very much. Very much. Thank you. That is a bad combination. By bad the way. combination. Thank you. That's it. Good night. No civil wars happening, baby. I already told you. No reason to be fucking scared of that sort of thing.